Welcome to What's Happening in 40K. Your daily dose of all things Warhammer 40,000. Each day, Monday through Friday, we explore the Warhammer 40,000 tournament scene. And bring you the latest news, updates, and opinions. So, whether you're a seasoned veteran or a newcomer to the hobby, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us as we delve into the world of 40K. Here's your host, Mufasa. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode. And we are pleased to announce that the podcast is going to be back semi-regularly at least and we're going to try to keep that schedule of content on the regular with another episode tomorrow so if you are keen to hear what's in store for the future of the podcast stay tuned till the end because we'll be giving you a quick roundup of every episode topic we have planned in the near future but this is a special one-off episode or at least once every three-year episode we are doing the award ceremony for the king of ninth now for anyone who missed our announcement earlier this year the king of ninth was a circuit we set up to celebrate the performance of all our regular attendees at the uktc super majors where we collated all their performances across the edition and set up a ranking system so that we could see who was the king of the entire edition, not just a single season. So today we'll be going through all of the award winners, and those people who are lucky enough to win an award can pick it up from either Leeds, which is coming up, or the LGT, which we hope we'll be seeing you all at very soon. So without further ado, let's get into it. The King of Ninth has a number of winners. It's similar to our UKTC annual circuit, although we don't have quite as many winners for the divisions. That's the regions that people reside in. Now, this collates all our different super majors, so obviously people are traveling around the country, and it will collate a lot of regular faces. So if you are a regular on the scene, you will doubtless know most of these winners. We're going to start off with teams. Now, teams is a very interesting one. There's been a lot of movement in the team's rankings recently with the emergence of Ignite and the fracture of Dice Down. But we will start off with the top five King of Ninth teams. Now, only the winning team will get awards for this because there's so many of you involved. But in fifth place, we have Ignite. Ignite were late onto the scene for ninth edition, but stormed into fifth place. In fourth, we have Glasshammer. Glasshammer, obviously, heavily propped up by the scores of their star player, who we'll get to later, but Glasshammer come in fourth at this time. Vanguard Tactics have a respectable third place, followed by the Warmasters in second, leaving none other than Dice Down as our King of Ninth champions. Well done to Dice Down. They've had a lot of strong performances throughout the year and throughout the entire season, spanning all of Ninth Edition, obviously bursting onto the edition post-COVID with Malek's very strong performances at the LGT post-COVID, where he won the overall event and the Invitational. So congratulations to Dice Down, our team winners for the King of Ninth. Now, moving on to factions. So we are giving away faction awards for any faction which had at least three players completing four of our events using that faction. We'll go through alphabetical order, and the winner of Adeptus Soratus is, of course, Mitch Beard from Sister Act himself. Well done, Mitch. Moving on to Adeptus Astartes, a faction that had a mixed power level throughout the edition, but Nassim Fushain has won the Adeptus Astartes. This was a hotly contested uh, faction, and Nassim was playing them throughout most of the edition, so congratulations to Nassim. 
Next, on to Custodes. This goes to none other than Valorus himself, Jamie Balcombe. Well done to Jamie. Unfortunately, Mechanicus didn't have three players with all four uh, games sorted, but Astro Militarum did, of course, and David Gaylard takes home Astro Militarum. Asurani, of course, another faction that's always popular and had a lot of strength in 9th edition and lots of players playing it. So it's with great pleasure that we can announce that a true Elder Diehard won it. Not a meta chaser, but a faction specialist. Well done to Brody Middleton, who won Asirani. Moving on to Blood Angels. Again, we have another Adeptus Astartes specialist. This guy playing Blood Angels for a lot of the edition, particularly at the end. Well done to Chris Patterson. Chaos Demons, another faction with mixed success, strong at the end of ninth, strong at the beginning of 10th. Well done to Hyder, who wins Chaos Demons. Chaos Knights, unfortunately, Chaos Knights did not have the full three players with four out of four games, but Chaos Space Marines did. So well done to Samuel Smith, who wins best Chaos Space Marines. Dark Angels, of course, the dominant force at the end of the edition, and none other than Manichima himself won the best Dark Angels. No surprises there. Moving on to Death Guard. Well done to Alan Davidson, who wins best Death Guard. Now, this is, of course, a uh, departure from the Death Guard champion of the country at the moment, who tends to be Aiden, who has been winning not only in ninth edition, but well done to Aiden, who went 5-0 and recently in 10th edition with Death Guard. So hopefully we'll see this a bit mixed up with Death Guard's power level being changed recently. Deathwatch and Michael Costello. No surprises here. A faction specialist who dominated Deathwatch's performance throughout most of 9th edition. Moving on to Drakari. Again, another faction specialist. Julio, congratulations. Our King of Ninth for Drakari. Next up, Forces of the Hive Mind. Of course, not many events completed with Forces of the Hive Mind, so no awards there. But GSC do have a champion, so well done to Nikas Willingale, who wins Best GSC, followed closely by Tom Lohman and Malik. So well done to all three of you. Nicholas, congratulations. Grey Knights, Andrew Bourbon takes home the Best Grey Knights for Ninth Edition. We're seeing a lot of trends here where it tends to be the faction specialists who are winning our King of Ninth, not necessarily our highest ranked UKTC circuit players, but our King of Ninth faction specialists, you know, they're winning a lot of these awards because they've been playing the same faction for the whole edition, so they've been able to rack up those scores across multiple events. Speaking of which, a faction specialist for ninth edition at least, Michael Porter wins Best Harlequins. Well done, Mike. Imperial Agents, we have Cy Bishop. He was the only champion for this faction, and he put in a strong effort towards the end of the edition to make sure he got his scores. So well done, Imperial Agents champion, Cy Bishop. Moving on to Imperial Knights, we have Sid Sidhu, who beats Jay Middlecote to the post. Well done, Sid. Korn, unfortunately, we only had one contestant for Korn, but the Leagues of Vortan did pull in a strong performance coming in with Tom Lewis, our Leagues of Vortan champion, followed by Necrons with Mark Crumbleholm. Nurgle, unfortunately, we only had two contestants. However, Orcs had all three, and none other than Paul Martin wins Best Orcs. This, again, was another hotly contested one, with Ethan Richards coming in second and Jack Tight in third. Next up, Slanesh. We had three contestants, but they did not get four out of four games, unfortunately. Space Wolves, none other than Chris Radford. No surprise there. A former podcast guest who came on to talk about his faction, a specialist with Space Wolves. So well done, Chris. Tau, we have our first Double champ of the edition. Well done to Nassim. He has won best Tau as well as best Space Marine. So well done, Nassim. A faction specialist. So it seems in two different factions. Next up, Thousand Sons. Jake Wallstrop wins with a fantastic score. 
ahead of Gilliam Botbol and Samuel Wakeley. Tyranids, another faction that peaked in ninth edition and unfortunately are now not quite as good. But Nathan Whitbread did very well throughout the edition, pipping David Gaylord to the post with Tyranids. Zinch, a bunch of people played Zinch throughout the edition, but only racked up two out of four games. So it's clearly a faction that did not have a dedicated following throughout the whole of the edition. Last but not least, we of course have Yanari, where our only player who completed four out of four games with an honorable mention, Ben Jones. Congratulations to all you faction specialists. You've all won an award. You can pick it up either at Leeds or of course at the LGT, where we hope to see you all soon. And next up, we have our divisional champs. Now our divisional champs are based on the place of residence for each of these guys. So without further ado, we give you King of the South. This is our highest ranked player who isn't in the top three. And this is, of course, is David Gaylard, our King of the South. Ironically, of course, the King of the Southern Hemisphere, so it seems. Our King of the North is, of course, Brian Seep. Brian, our classic Scottishman who has won a lot of our events in the past and continues to score well. So well done to Brian Seep, our King of the North. King of the West, we have none other than Ed Watts. And King of the East, we have, of course, Paul Bridge. So well done to all of you. Congratulations to everyone involved this year. And without further ado, we get to our top three. These people are, of course, regulars on the scene. They've won multiple of our Super Majors each. And in third place, we, of course, have Mike Porter. Mike's done amazingly well throughout the edition, primarily focused on Harlequins ever since they came out. He has eight out of eight scores throughout the entire edition, and I believe only one or two of those are with other factions. So well done to Mike in third place. In second place, a hotly contested, shall we say, you know, tight competition between second and third. There's only one point in it out of 1,241 points. Well done to Manny Chima, who pips Mike Porter to the post. Manny, of course, Incredibly strong throughout the entire edition and peaked at the very end with his Dark Angels. So well done, Manny, in second place. And a huge margin ahead on 1,249 points. A great, great gap between second and first. A clear winner of the entire of ninth edition. The best player in the country for an edition that some say was the best 40k has ever been. Well done to Vic VJ, our king of ninth. So congratulations to everyone involved. I hope you all had a great time throughout the edition. As I said, King, the King of Ninth was here to celebrate what many believed was the peak of 40k. And as we move into 10th edition, we're particularly excited to see how the edition unfolds. And of course, we will be continuing with this new tradition we found. We're going to have King of Ninth, followed by the King of Tenth. We've already launched the rankings. You can find them on our website, and we've already had one event. So the London Open July event, which we hosted a couple of weeks ago, has already been added to the King of Tenth. And of course, we have Leeds coming up, which will be our first Super Major of Tenth. This will be added to our King of Tenth rankings too. So you can find all of these rankings as they get built, along with the UKTC seasonal rankings, which are coming to a peak with just a couple of events left on UKTC.events forward slash rankings. So we hope you can check those out, see where you're at. And we've got a few more things we'll be adding to that page very soon. So stay tuned to the end of this podcast to find out more about that. But we do have Leeds coming up. It's registration time on Wednesday. So if you haven't got a ticket yet to Leeds, it's nearing 300 players across multiple systems. It's going to be the first biggest super major of 10th edition in the UK. 
And following Tacoma in the US, it will be the second biggest event of 10th globally so far. So please come along to Leeds. Tickets are still available for AOS, A Song of Ice and Fire, and of course, 40K. And we hope you will have a great time there. Recently, we also launched, of course, Nottingham, which has been one of our most successful events aside from the LGT. Last year, it sold out at over 400 players and tickets are selling fast for that. So if you want to come along to Nottingham, please head over to ukdc.events forward slash shop. You'll be able to get your tickets there. And of course, none other than the LGT is, of course, right around the corner. It's in about two months now, a little bit more, but tickets are selling fast and we really, really, really want this to be the peak of the beginning of 10th edition. So if you have been waiting for a bit of balance to come to the force, we have an expected balance update in mid-September and of course the LGT is the very, very beginning of October. So get your tickets now and you won't miss out on what's going to be the biggest event of 10th edition in the world to date. So get your tickets now at lgtpresents.co.uk. Speaking of biggest events to date, we are about to launch the 2024 ITT. That's the International Team Tournament. For the last two years, this has sold out at 320 players, being the biggest team tournament in the country and one of the best and biggest team tournaments in the world. This year, we're moving to a fantastic, much larger venue, and we'll be able to expand this up to 500 players. That'll be 100 teams of five. Stay tuned for all the announcements of that. They will be primarily on our newsletter and Facebook and you should have recently got an email asking you to confirm your email address. So if you want to stay tuned to our newsletter, that's the best place to get early access to tickets. Make sure you've confirmed your email address and are following our newsletter on a regular basis. We're going to be doing this semi-regularly now that we are back in content production mode. So please stay tuned to that. That will have all the important announcements across the LGT and, of course, the UKTC more generally. Now, I mentioned at the beginning that we would give you a bit of a sneak preview into what we have planned for the podcast. And the idea going forward will be that we'll have semi-regular episodes on fixed days of the week that will cover fixed topics. Of course, interspersed with that, we'll have one-off episodes such as this. But next up tomorrow morning, that will be Monday, the 24th of July. We're going to start off with a new Meta Monday episode. No, this isn't just a rehashing of what's on Reddit. This will be focused on UKTC events and events in the UK in the UK more generally. So if you want to know what's happening in the UK Meta, we'll be covering off a couple of key statistics. Tomorrow we'll be focusing on faction performance and we'll also be moving into what we call skill score. This will be a new metric that we'll be calculating based on player performance on an ongoing basis that will be modulated for their choice of faction. So if a player is performing very well but they are using only the dominant faction in the game, their skill score may be, say, slightly lower than somebody who's consistently coming second with the worst faction in the game. So we're going to be doing a couple of episodes and blog posts that explain how that's calculated, as well as regular updates on player skill score rankings, faction performance across the UK, as well as some coverage about why you know some events may be won by some factions but not others if they differ from the UKTC standard formula. And of course, we will be doing ranking updates. So every week we'll be noticing how the rankings have changed based on that weekend's events. So there are three main topics we'll be trying to cover every single Monday. We hope you tune in tomorrow to listen to the first episode of that. And Hopefully, you will like and subscribe this wherever you get your podcasts. We hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.
for tuning in to What's Happening in 40K. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We'd also really appreciate it if you'd help us spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform and recommending us to all your gaming buddies. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe for more great content from What's Happening in 40K. We'll be back next time with even more news, updates, and opinions from the world of Warhammer 40,000. Until next time, thanks for listening.